got the guts? Drop the gun. Don't move. I like to let people talk who like to talk. It makes it easier to find out how full of shit they are. I will teach you real kung fu. So Alex and I have been kicking this idea around for a little while, and we were waiting to figure out when the right time was to drop it. And no real time presented itself perfectly, so we just decided we're going to dive straight in. We're both huge Jackie Chan fans. Yeah, huge fans, like, since we were kids, before we knew each other. And we, we haven't seen every Jackie Chan movie that he's ever done. And admittedly, there's a few. I mean, there's, there's more than a couple. Everyone knows Rush Hour. A lot of people saw the Shanghai Noon movies, but there's a whole several decades before that of films that, you know, there's some classics in there, but there's a lot of, you know, stuff in the weeds that only true Chan heads have seen. Well, I mean, and, and it's important to like note that he's, I think, 68 years old. Yeah. And uh, he's been doing this stunts in movies since he was about 16. Like, yeah. he's... You know, he's been on the on the scene in, in China, like, and obviously moved over here to America doing movies. So he's been doing this a long time. So there's a lot of movies to get through, and I, I want to be able to say we've seen everything. Yeah, we've seen all. And, th- and this is going to be just, like, strictly movies that he was, if not the star of, then a star of. Because there's a lot of stunt work stuff. There's a lot of bit parts that went out, and, you know. You don't need to like. What do you what do you say about that time Bruce Lee kicked him through a wall? You know, we'll touch right. on that. But so the idea is, this will be a like we said a side project that will probably be, I think releasing on Thursday. We'll kind of get into that a little bit more between us. So this will be a separate pod. This is just for the Jackie Chan heads on Thursday, and it may not be every week, but we're gonna try to keep it as consistent as possible. We'll usually watch two maybe three, maybe as little as one of his movies. We'll let you guys know beforehand which one we're going to watch so you can watch them also and follow them along. Most of them you can find one place or another online for for free, if not very cheap. So we hope you guys follow us along on this one. All right, so the first movie Jackie Chan ever starred in was a little-known vehicle, known now at least as Master with Cracked Fingers. It's had a few different names over the years, notably Snake Fist Fighter was the original release name of it. But it was filmed partially in 1973 and real loose on plot. I think it was just mostly martial arts footage. I don't even know that it was a complete movie. And then when Jackie Chan became more famous later in the later 70s, they're like, hey, we have this stuff from way back when. Let's repackage it, film a couple extra scenes to give it some kind of cohesion, and then release this absolute mess of a film for audiences to watch. And I mean, I mean, you hit it on the head. It is an absolute mess because I watched the first scene, which has nothing to do really with the entire movie. Yeah. The, 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 the opening scene's great. It's a guy. Oh, it's the greatest scene I've ever watched. It's classic, like, Hong Kong cinema of the age. It's a guy looking like an absolute beast in the middle of a field, beating up a scarecrow, kicking a pot full of birds that I guess he just has in there. Like, he, he breaks this pot, and these birds go flying out of it with this kick. I mean, it's just incredible. Oh, and it's hilarious. And then, like, that kill scene. Oh, yeah. At, at the end. Yeah, I mean, he comes in, and, like, this, you know, 
the Taliban are just fighting in his dojo or something. I don't know what's going I, on. I, I have no idea. The whole movie, you're just like, what's happening? Oh, okay. Oh, there's Jackie Chan. Oh, he's gone now for the next 20 minutes. But then it moves into like the, I guess the building blocks when Jackie was young, yeah. growing up. Uh, he wanted to do uh, martial arts, but he didn't have the money for it. Then he ran into this beggar that was apparently this martial arts master. Well, it, that's the thing. I mean, first of all, can we talk about how he's a seven-year-old with a binky in his mouth? That was so weird. I have so much to talk. <laughs> I have more to talk about this scene than I do the entire movie. I'm going to be honest with you. Honestly, for those listening at home, just watch the first half hour of this movie. Because it's, it's really all that needs to be yeah. seen. Like, and, and it's honestly enjoyable. It's an enjoy... It, mainly with the comedic, you know... It's hilarious. But yeah, Jackie Chan, I guess, you know, he's been adopted by his pseudo... the pseudo-father, and he's watching these other guys practice kung fu and stuff, but he's not allowed to participate because his, you know, adopted father's very... And we'll find out a little later, like, super strict on Violence. fighting. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want people to fight at all. He gets approached by this guy... As he's walking home, yeah, this like homeless beggar that lives in the woods might be a might be a karate master, might just be a pedophile. I well, mean, it's real uncertain early on. With and this well, and honestly, it's super uncertain because at first, uh, young Jackie does not believe the beggar. He's like, "Oh, you're just a beggar." And then the beggar, I guess, like does a few moves, nothing really impressive. And then he's basically like, he oh. just does it like a TikTok dance. Yeah, like, and, and then, then he's like, "Oh, you are a you you are a master. Like, will you teach me?" So he's like, this is what he said. I swear to God, this was the weirdest thing. The we- I don't know if this was has, incorrect dubbing or yeah. what. But he goes, okay, I'll teach you. Meet me in the woods tonight. This is a secret between just us. Yeah, so he, he tells meet, this child this. This child. Like, hey, meet me tonight at dark. But don't tell in the anyone. Woods, but don't tell anyone. Yeah. No, this will just be between us. Then the first thing. Whenever they meet up, and so he does, the kid meets up, first thing he says, take off your clothes. Yeah. I mean, I missed that part in Karate Kid where Mr. Miyagi told <laughs> Daniel's son to strip down in front of him. And then he goes, so he takes off his, like, cloak, his, like, shirt or whatever. He's like, no, take off your pants, too. I was like, He's very what insistent. are we watching? He's very insistent that Jackie Chan be entirely naked. I was like, what in the world are we watching here? And by by the way, like I call him Jackie because in the film he's called Jackie. Yeah, his name is Jackie. And this become begins a long tradition of him being called Jackie in his films. It's not always the case, but you'll see more often than not, like he's called Jackie. So Jackie Chan's real name is actually uh, Chan Kong Sang. But like you said, like this was like they called him Jackie in this movie, Jackie Chan, as, as a matter of fact. And like yeah, it's kind of kind of stuck. Um, well, it's a good it's good name recognition, especially later on. It's like we said about the Will Smith thing in uh, Fresh Prince. That was Carlton's advice to him, right. Alfonso Ribeiro. It's like, hey, make sure you call yourself Will because whatever you call yourself in the show, that's what people are going to yell at you for the rest of your life. Right. And it's great advice. And Jackie does the same thing here. But back to the back to the show. I mean, so what what does he learn by being placed naked in a bag of snakes? What part of kung fu is that? I, I have no idea. Like, yeah, they he he says hop in the sack and there's a bunch of snakes in it. He's like, no, I'm not going up there. And then Jackie's naked ass was running up the tree. Oh my god! And then he rips him down, throws him in the sack, I, I, and just like the, the rest of it's like even crazier. Like some other things he works on while training. Something that says 
that the guy says is, to eat the chicken, you must first catch it in your teeth. Yeah. While he's like sitting over a flaming pot and holding an egg between his legs, which then hatches into an actual (laughs) chick. The guy gives him an egg to hold between his legs while he's practicing his forms. And during this training session, the egg hatches and there's a live animal. That I, that never gets seen again. I assume they they have a little McNugget later or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, montage, montage. Now Jackie's older, and you see him uh, practicing the the kung fu as an adult. Right. So that's our. This is our first on screen appearance of Jackie Chan. And a very young Jackie Chan. I mean, he must have been nineteen twenty. Yeah, I couldn't been couldn't have been much older than that. And he's got a sister who also whatever is there. I I don't really know what. Uh, again, the plot gets super. Yeah. At this weird point, like, there's this. not like much of a plot, and like, again, it's kind of like uh, you were saying. It looks like they just kind of went back once, like, one of his movies hit, and they're like, "Let's finish something up here and put it together," because not a lot makes sense after this. Yeah, but what's interesting is like, I just want to draw attention to a couple things that I saw in this movie that will become sort of hallmarks of future Jackie Chan movies. The very first fight scene he's in is with his sister, who kind of, like, gives him the business. Right. And even though he's kind of, like, faking it a little bit, like, that's important because kung fu movies and martial arts movies up to this point, almost exclusively the hero of the show is this invincible-type person that just dusts everybody, whether it's Bruce Lee or um, Sonny Chiba or these other guys. They almost always just are unbeatable unless it's like the big bad boss that like beats them in the beginning right that's just kind of the formula for these types of movies whereas jackie is different like his movies always have him overcoming the odds starting at the bottom and moving up to fight his way through and having to be inventive and creative in how he does it so it's just interesting that the first time you see jackie chan fighting he's actually kind of getting beaten up by an inferior opponent Right. I mean, yeah, he always plays the underdog. Right. Like, uh, he has to fight his way out of situations. And another hallmark of Jackie Chan movies that happens not just in this, but in later in Rumble in the Bronx and then in Jackie Chan Adventures is he works for his uncle. It's 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 funny, but it's frequently a thing in Jackie Chan movies. It is. He has an uncle that he works for, and this one's no different. This is the first uncle appearance. And Uncle, the actor, changes over time, but it's always kind of the same type yeah, of guy. Same idea. That's just like, uh, oh, Jackie, like, do this, do that. You know, and Jackie's like, oh, okay, you know, he's doing his stuff. But it's just kind of funny to think of, like, because we were both huge Jackie Chan adventure fans, like the cartoon. Right. And Uncle, of course, played a huge part in that. But even in other films, like we'll get to later, like, Jackie frequently has an uncle that is a benefactor of some kind. Right. But yeah, again, from here, the plot is basically like thugs try to like run Jackie and his family over he pushes back dad's real insistent on him not fighting so much to the extreme that he like punishes him severely anytime he just defends himself I mean one of the times he makes him put his hand in broken glass seems extreme Um, and and even it was funny like he does it he puts his hand in the bowl of broken glass and just just shatters his hand and even his dad in that scene was like looking at him like oh shit that might have been a little over the edge. Yeah, like he's like, I didn't actually think he'd do it. Like, because he like shoves it in. He doesn't just kind of like gingerly like set no, his no, hand no, no, in. No, no. He, he like, like straight up like palms it, man. I'm he telling go, he, you. He fucking 
owns it. Yeah, I don't have a ton else no, to say no, about I, this. Not but... much more time needs to be spent on this, other than like it's one of those movies. It's very, it's very comedic. It's very classic Jackie Chan, but early. Yeah, and I don't know if I, I, I made this point enough earlier, is that this is actually several different films kind of put together to create an almost cohesive movie. And not, by almost, not really. Not really. Like, like, because, it's... like, for a while it was. Like, I was following it, I was following it, and by, like, the midway, maybe three-fourths off the rails, yeah. like, just fell apart. So much so, so that Jackie's not even in, like, a lot of the later scenes. And then the one that he is in, it's clearly, like, a much older Jackie Chan with longer hair. Like, he looks entirely different. That scene on the docks. Right, yep. That's still Jackie, but it's like, this is years later. Right. You can tell he looks different. His body's well, different. I even thought, like, maybe there was a time jump in the movie that I missed. Yeah, I, I don't know. God. It, again, like, there's little things that you can look at. Like, there's the drunken master training montage, which became a hallmark of Jackie later. Mm-hmm. You, you see, like, him doing, like, a little bit of that as he's training. But, again, like, the ending fight isn't even Jackie Chan. No. That's a different stunt double. Stunt double. And so, like, and then the movie just ends. Yeah, there's... There's, there's no... There's nothing. Like It's funny. Like, I was looking... It's that Ninja Turtles meme from Ninja Turtles 3 where the guy just, like, implodes in the water. Remember the angry video named Exactly. Charlie? That's how this movie ends. Like, imagine that was the end of the movie. Like, the guy falling and then disappearing and the screen just going black. Like, that's how this movie well, ends. Well, it was so much... It was so much, like... I was so confused because the only uh, avenue we could watch this on was YouTube. Yeah. So, when I was watching it... I could tell I only had, like, 45 seconds left in the movie, and there was no ending in sight. And I was like, oh, there might be another part on YouTube that I need to go to. I was like, nope, nope, just ends, actually. <laughs> yeah, it just, he hands him that flag, and it's over. Still not learning Kung Fu? What for, so I can fight? <laughs> so we can move on. New Fist of Fury is the movie that comes next. And Fist of Fury, of course, was a famous Bruce Lee movie that mm-hmm. came out in 1972 and Bruce Lee only ever did a few movies like he actually died at the age we're at now which Mm. is kind of bizarre to think about you know what's crazy like Bruce Lee and I know we're getting on a Bruce Lee tangent here but died at yeah 32 and his son died at 28 like that's crazy it is like both of them like died at a very young age yeah no and you know we're gonna get more into like the Jackie Chan Bruce Lee backstory in future pods like I definitely want to dive into that because it's important to the to the story but this movie is very much a vehicle to showcase jackie chan at a certain point right it it is clearly a passing of the baton from bruce to jackie chan like it's like when a wrestler puts someone over to like be the next guy right because this is technically a sequel and it that's really unclear at the beginning and it's like around the middle like they start showing flashes of bruce lee yeah yeah they did that it was really cheesily done yeah and I'm sorry that we're not, like, making this more cohesive about what the plot is, but that's, again, because the plot's pretty basic and straightforward. There's these two warring martial arts schools in occupied Taiwan. The Japanese have moved in. Chaos ensues. Jackie Chan is a thief that doesn't want to learn kung fu, which yeah, is a little like, confusing refuses, at first. refuses. Like, but I will say this about the movie. The fight scenes were fun. Yeah, it's um, much It was better. definitely more crisp than... Uh, uh, master of the Cracked Fingers. Absolutely. Um, definitely a little more uh, in-depth. The fighting scenes are a lot of fun. 
You can see really see where Jackie's starting to pull his stuff together. Stuff he did, and I wanted to mention this in the last segment, when you were talking about, like, these early on movies is where you're seeing him do, you know, things that he keeps in his repertoire forever. Right. Like, when uh, at one point, like someone like throws like flower pots at him and he'll catch them and he can't let anything break. I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I forgot I forgot yeah. to bring that up. Yeah. So so that's something he does in almost everything. He does it in Jackie Chan Adventures all the time. He does it in Rush Hour. Um, all these things. That's like a big Jackie Chan trope. Like, oh, I can't let any of this stuff break. So I'm going to catch it with my feet. I'm going to catch it with my hand, but I'm still going to fight. It's it's unique in his like acrobatic background yes. because the school he went to as a child was like as much a gymnastics and performative art school as it was a martial arts school. Right. He wasn't like traditionally trained in like a grade school education setting and then took martial art classes. He actually went and lived at the Peking Opera School. It's like kind of like a, a Juilliard for young kids. You know, it's a performing arts school that you are learning all different kinds mm-hmm. of things. Singing, acting, gymnastics, uh, kung fu, like all encompassing. And that's what really makes him unique among all the different kind of martial artists that came out of this era. Is his ability to use the environment and protect the environment from being destroyed. Like you said, like the, the early scene in Tracked Fingers where the dad for some reason just starts hurling potted plants at him or something and he's like you know very good about catching them and you see it of course later in rush hour and things like that but uh but no going back to this movie it's like jackie was lovable even in this i mean he was 22 years old when he did this movie and he was he was lovable even then he has something about him there's just there's like a there's a whatever je ne sais quoi quality about him that yeah, I, some people have it, and he is. He's and, and he's just like, yeah, there are some people that just have that quality that immediately upon meeting them or seeing them, like, you're like, I love this guy. Yeah. Like, there's no... Have you ever... Let me ask you this. I'm going to pause the pod here for a second and go, mm-hmm. have you ever heard anybody be like, nah, I hate Jackie Chan? I mean... Or I don't like Jackie Chan. They'd have to just be a straight-up hater. I mean, yeah, but I haven't even heard that. Yeah. Like, now, I don't it, even think haters no, hate I mean, Jackie like, Chan. No, I mean, he's the best. But, I mean, the movie goes on, it, like he says, two fighting schools. The the main guy at the Japanese fighting school, I'll say this, his daughter uh, is a badass. Oh, yeah, she dusts everybody in that. Shindasu? Yeah. Oh, my God. She's like, slapping down people left and right. She was almost more impressive than Jackie in no, this movie. No, I mean, yeah, she does a great job. I like the guy, though, in the tub who's, like, bathing. That's where the movie kind of takes off for me, when the guy's, like, in the bath bathtub, like, bathhouse bathing, and those guys come in to try to kill him. I mean, that scene's fantastic. I mean, and they have so many scenes like this. Catching, like... catching the knife in your teeth is one thing. Yeah. Some guy throws a knife, he catches in his teeth. What you're not expecting, then, is for him to then hurl the knife back from his teeth. From his teeth. And stab the guy that just threw the knife. That's something I had not seen in a film no. before. It's and like the mask was, when he gets shot and, like, shoots the bullets out. Like, so you know, like, something that needs to be noted about this film is, like, I, I did some, like, research, and I think you even told me, like, this movie was not supposed to be a comedy. This was supposed to be, like, right. one of his few, like, actually serious roles. But it's hard to not watch it as anything else other than a comedy. Yeah. Just because it's, it's funny. I it's mean, just, like... It's, and the funny parts are the best parts. I mean, the, the guy checking in... Uh, 
the people coming in on the boats into Taiwan. Right, right. From, I, where were they coming from? Shanghai. Shanghai. Yeah, because the first movie takes place in Shanghai. Right. And this is supposed so to be So you have these siblings coming in on the boats from Shanghai to Taiwan. That guy checking them in, I don't know if he was like the mayor or whatever he yeah, was. Whoever that, that guy is. was hilarious. And that was like one of the, like, it was like the second scene of the movie. It's pretty early, yeah. And I'm dying. Like, he was hilarious. No, I mean, and that's what makes these movies so enjoyable. Like, they are dated, yes. And the action compared to, like, a lot of stuff you see now, it's, it's like, it's goofy. But it's still enjoyable. Like, I would, I would urge anyone who has a even passing interest in this stuff to check it out. And, and there's something satisfying about watching old Kung Fu. Yeah. It's, um, you sent me that video today that kind of broke down like American movies versus like how they would tape. Yeah. Uh, how Jackie Chinese. Chan does his Hong Kong movies. Yeah. yeah. And, and it is very different. So it's like watching this, you actually get to see entire fight scenes and it is fun. So if that's something you're into, like, I, yeah, like you said, I urge you to watch this. Yeah, it's because... called, uh, yeah, it's, it's the, the video he's referring is uh, by a guy called Every Frame of Painting. And it's a video essay on Jackie Chan's style. So, yeah, check that out on YouTube if you get a chance. And then watch these movies. But that's what I was saying. I was like, watch these movies. Because, like, if you like that type of stuff, like, this is raw action. And it's a lot of fun. No, it's great. Please. I said I don't want trouble. A couple things I wanted to mention, going back to Master with Cracked Fingers, the greatest line of the entire film was in a scene that Jackie was, like, pulled out of the movie for 15 minutes. But he goes, uh, the the beggar was fighting one of the guys at, like, this restaurant. And he goes, he beats the guy at the restaurant. Then all of a sudden that guy leaves while the beggar's fighting some other people. And then, like, five minutes later, that guy that he already beat goes, that spinach was good. Now it's time for the Popeye's special. <laughs> and he gets up and starts fighting the beggar again. That whole scene, like, it's a different movie. It's just like a it's different so... genre entirely. It's That was like, for me, that's one of the greatest lines of any movie I've ever seen ever. But then like... Oh, he's great. Like, he does, I mean, he does the most in that entire movie. Oh, he does. His facial expression's incredible. All right, so like when you watch these, these are obviously dubbed from Chinese or uh, uh, Mandarin to English. So mm -hmm. we're watching the English dub. So they're already kind of campy, kind of goofy, but the facial expression's on point. That's what makes these movies. But at the end of that fight scene that I was just talking about, like it ends in a fart, yeah. like a fart he farts, joke. He farts in the guy's face. I'm dead, man. It's like, it's like it becomes <laughs> the most slapstick thing you ever saw. And then goes right back to the other movie that you're watching. Which is, again, serious, kind of, like... <laughs> yeah, well, it's of course it's serious. There's just some casual afternoon rape going on at one point. Oh, my God. And yeah. Jackie's carrying a tray, like, trying to serve customers. And it's just, it's so distracting. He ignores it for, like, the first few minutes. Like, he's like, ah, not... No, I can't fight because my dad, like, even though this woman's clearly being assaulted upstairs in this room. And you see, like, the, even the Arthur Fist meme, he does that. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. He scrolls down to his hand and he's clenching it up. No, I mean, like, it's just bizarre. This movie is so all over the place. <laughs> this is the one of the few ones that, like, the entire movie's obviously not, like, the, you could shoot the whole movie. It was fun, but like it was just stuff like that. The fart scene, that line, um, the sound effects are ridiculous. Oh yeah, in all, both these movies. I mean, I gotta look into like how they how they decided to edit and dub and like add sound effects into things. Like so, like so much so that like so when I was reading, like I said, the um, 
New Fist of Fury is supposed to be a serious movie. I almost want to watch that subtitled, not dubbed. Right, it probably would Because I want to see, because I guarantee you when that got dubbed in the English, you know, the Americans got their hands on it. They're like, no, 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 we're going to change this up and this is going to be funny because that's what it came out to be. I almost want to watch the sub version. No, there's no way to like dub a movie and not make it seem silly to me. Like it's just, it's inherently goofy when you insert American actors over that, right, over that dialogue. Like, like we were saying, like this was more or less an intro to our side project pod. Um, but outside of that, no, we would thank you for uh, taking your time out to humor us with this. But going forward, I think Thursdays, and it might not be every week, but Thursdays, definitely try to tune in. Yeah, turn in, tune in for Carfu. Carfu. I'm sticking with that name until something it. else no, comes I love along. It. That's better. Uh, yeah, Carfu Thursdays, Car Bar Mondays. Perfect. Keep listening, please. Uh, please, <laughs> I need this I pod. Need this I feel pod. like Dexter from Good Burger. Like, please. Um, uh, no, no. No, but seriously, is... shout out Germany. Shout you out know. Germany, man. Germany has been. I, I can't believe it. I still don't really believe it that, that this German listener, yeah. whoever, whoever you are out there. Uh, uh, tunes in every single week, and and that's not to alienate all of our other. No, you all are great. It's just it's just more impressive than anything that if there actually is someone in Germany that has continued to listen to this absolute nonsense week after week. Uh, but we, we appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it uh, for sure, and we appreciate all of you. All right, so yeah, take care, guys, uh, and then yeah, fiftieth episode next week. Tune in then. See ya.